Bush and Ritchie here, back with a home time podcast. Is this a new term? I've been kind of calling it a new term. But again, like the kids aren't back from school, so can we be starting our term whilst they're still on their holidays? Uh, I think it's I think it's fair enough to say this is a new term because yeah. as I was learning when you were off, Scottish schools break up very early. Yes, they do. So I'm going to boldly say they might go back early, so we may even be. In their term time. It's brand new term here on the Home Time podcast. So just imagine us all talking right now with unbelievably pressed, pristine, brand new school trousers. You can light a match off. Yes, and uh, also brand new school shoes that will be scuffed by Tuesday. And I just want to, at this point, well, as soon as we're talking about school uniform, just uh, just a special memory to Charlie Fulbrook from my school back in the day, whose mum sent him to school with Spanish dancing trousers on. <laughs> 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 the ones with a little strip down the side because oh, they were wow. cheap. He never. <laughs> at the end of it. <laughs> How long did he wear them oh, for? Oh, not very long. No end of stick. And then, he, as if you think that wasn't bad enough, he's, uh, he had a, a chip pan fire in his kitchen and his budgies had to be resuscitated by the fire brigade on the lawn, got in the local paper. It's, you know, as if the, the Spanish dancing trousers wasn't enough. That'd finish any kid off. I've got a couple of questions here. Were the fire brigade the ones resuscitating the budgies? They resuscitated the budgies. They are incredible people. Aren't they? This, the stuff they will do <laughs> to save citizens. And then secondly, how can Spanish dancing trousers be cheaper than standard school trousers? Because they've had to have... <laughs> They've had to have that shiny bit attached. I don't know. I don't know how his mum managed to get hold of a pair. You know, it's not easy to get hold of that kind of that kind of clobber in Devon in that era. Oh, enjoy the podcast. None of it's as good as what you've just heard. Absolute Radio, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie with Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. First show back after two weeks off. Home time, Absolute Radio. It's Bush and Ritchie. First show back, last hour of the no-repeat guarantee. If we can make it through that without breaking it today, then I think that's a good start for our return. Let's just try and not repeat any songs. <laughs> I think that's a, that's a good plan. We're only two songs in. I think that's quite a strong start. Mm. Should we leave it there? <laughs> Should we declare? Just use, throwing a bit of cricket oh, chat. I don't use cricket chat today. It's not a good day to... Too soon. Mm. Too soon. I did go on holiday to France. Did ten days in France. <laughs> Uh, which was lovely and everything. We went to a, a little place near Avignon. You heard of Avignon before? I've heard of Avignon. Avignon. Uh, and weirdly enough, and this wasn't planned, the Tour de France went past where we were staying. That is super cool. It's really cool. I don't know anything about cycling. I haven't got a clue. So we kind of sat there on this roundabout that they kind of sectioned off to see him go around this bend. Uh, and the, the bit that was the best, the cycling bit of them going past was, was good fun. Uh, but the bit that like knocked our socks off was the thing that happens before the Tour de France cyclists come around the corner. And it's called the Caravan. Le Caravan. Le Caravan. Le Caravan. Uh, and that's basically, if you've ever been to, have you been to Bridgewater before? Bridgewater uh, Carnival. It's near Taunton, isn't it? Near Taunton. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But a carnival. You know, you know, I've carnival. done a carnival. You've done a carnival, so they've got floats and stuff yeah, like that, yeah. people on it throwing, handing stuff out. Uh, Le Caravan, ahead of the Tour de France, they just hand out loads of free stuff. So is that what they're excited about? Because I saw some of your videos on Twitter and it didn't actually look like the bikes were going that fast. They went quite slow. It was a bit there. It was brilliant. It was the, the people handing free stuff out. So the Tour de France is a carnival, basically. It Mainly the carnival, the, the caravan at the beginning, my daughter made out like a bandit just grabbing all this free stuff that was chucked in the air. I must, you know, a lot of it was like baseball caps, etc., and stuff mm -hmm. that was kind of throwaway. However, there was one thing that landed at my feet and it was almost by providence. 
One second. So when you've been saying you've brought me back something from France, yeah. we've, <laughs> what you've actually brought me back is something that was thrown from a flatbed truck yep. and landed at your feet it was. by chance. Even to the point where I didn't go and get it, it landed, it hit my okay. shoes. <laughs> I don't want to be ungrateful before I've received it. N- but <laughs> Not one, not two, but three things landed at my, oh, my shoes. Wow. Three different types of French mayonnaise. Tour de France I mayonnaise. Take it all back. This has come straight from the Tour de France, uh, and there was a there was a giant foam cockerel. Got to be careful how I say that. Yes. That went by yes. with like people dressed as eggs, mm-hmm. and they were chucking uh, these mayonnaise sachets out into the crowd, and they landed at my feet. And like I say, it was like a Newton with the apple dropping at his feet type moment. I thought Richie will love them, so I bagged them. <laughs> Thank you very much. I don't know if they're flavours of mayonnaise or something. I just thought you know that is in your wheelhouse to use a bit of baseball mayonnaise to Dijon. Nice. That suggests to me that it's either from Dijon or it's mustard mayonnaise. Interesting. Not sure about that. Uh, and then this one just says mayonnaise. Well, do you know what? With the mayonnaise, you're spoiling me. Thank you very much. Because you do keep them. You keep them... I do. I have some in my in bag situ. at all times, just in case. It's my condiment of choice. It's not It's not available enough. Thank you very much. Off to a cracking start, <laughs> folks. Off to a cracking start. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. This is Home Time with Bush and Ritchie. The closing credits to the working day. Maybe you have studio applause. They don't do studio applause at the end of they don't. sitcoms that anymore these I'd days. I'd like that for this show. That would be good, wouldn't it? I think it would be good. Have, have you done a good day at work where you deserve studio applause? So you've seen the Tour de France on holiday. That is very impressive. I, I do just need to ask a few more questions about these these freebies that are chucked out. I'm I, lo- I love how you're throwing the uh, you're holding on to the three sachets of mayonnaise like Neville Chamberlain and his white note. <laughs> that you've kindly brought back as a gift because I love my mayonnaise. But they are very random things to chuck out as a freebie uh, from some kind of carnival float. Yeah, the, the caravan, the caravan that goes ahead of the Tour de France, they, they chuck out a load of free stuff. But why why just condiments? What Was there other food that's being thrown? Like no, actually, the, 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 the stuff that my daughter flits. got, uh, air freshener she got, baseball cap of a company, uh, like a dry cleaning company in France, really weird, water bottle and a little fishing seat. That's what we came back with. <laughs> Makes no sense! It's weird, isn't it? Try the Tour de France, get some weird stuff. Wow. What did you... Sorry, I feel really uh, very rude. I haven't asked you what you did. I know you worked for a week. I, I worked you for a week. That? I worked for a week. Um... Obviously, it was not the same and you were looking out the window the way... <laughs> you know the way little tiny dogs look out <laughs> yeah, of bakery windows and seaside towns? I looking out saying, where's Bush? <laughs> um, I, something did happen last year. I, I made a discovery last week. I'll tell you about it next. Uh, we'll stick on the stereophonics as well. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So I think we might have happened upon a thing here in that there is a thing that is Tour de France tats. Tim Lewis has tweeted in with his haul when he went to see the Tour de France. McCain's oven chips bag. Uh, he's got two I, I, sachets of washing powder. Does he make clear whether that is actually containing... McCain's oven chips. There's no oven chips in it. It's a bag for so life. <laughs> McCain on the outside. He's got two sachets of washing powder okay. in and a Mickey Mouse magazine. Wow. How do they think this up on the Tour de France? If you've got Tour de France tat, let us know about it. Uh, someone in terms of sport has dobbed you in a bit, Richie, in terms of what you've been doing when I was away on the week of my holidays. Uh, they've uh, texted to say all he did was watch cricket. Uh, now, that, that is fair. Is that they've true? obviously been on my socials. I, I watched a fair bit of cricket, whether it was in person or on telly. And uh, the way that's gone today, I'm glad that's over and done um, but no no I, I didn't go away I was at home it was a bit of a staycation last week which is fine but I have discovered I have a gift I am a moth whisperer 
I didn't realise it would be 26 minutes into the show <laughs> me saying this, but what? <laughs> what? So, look, I don't know what the climate was like out in France. It's obviously been very hot here. <laughs> it's, it's that time of the year right. where you leave the patio doors open, but as the light fades in the evening, maybe you're watching television, mm-hmm. maybe you're watching a film, suddenly you've got that crossover period where the moths outside think, hang on, bright light in there, I'm going to go in and disturb the film they're watching. I'm going to go and headbutt the telly and the lamp loads <laughs> exactly. of times and go way around the, around the light. <laughs> yeah. They're pesky things. But I discovered every single e- every single evening yeah. last week, a moth would come in round about nine o'clock. It was on I- time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I would offer up my left hand, and it would land on it. Oh, get out! And I would be able to walk it out of the lounge. Are you, were you doing the thing where you can stroke their little furry backs? They've got like little body vests things, haven't they? They do fur have little them. body vests. I didn't want to touch him. I thought that would be unfair. Taking it too far at this early stage. <laughs> I thought, he's comfortable with me. Let's just leave it at that for now. But that's a gift because like, I, I, I hear and talk to other people. Yeah. Moths aren't like that with everybody. They'll dive behind sofas. They'll just hide in lights. They don't want human interaction. It's quite a gift Yeah. to have that at one with a moth. It's a good point because I guess they come in there, they're quite, I imagine they're ridiculous. And if you're a moth listening to this, your behaviour when you get into a lounge <laughs> is embarrassing. <laughs> It but really maybe is. it's just come through fear. The way people freak out on a flight, yeah. they're just a bit nervous. The moths talk to each other and say, oh, I went into the lounge the other day, they, actually, they tried to hit me with a newspaper and all this kind it's of thing. It's awful, never go in there, it's <laughs> terrible, but it looks just like a normal light, is doesn't it? Is there a particular animal that y- you have the ability to be at one with? Well, do you know what, I, I do have a particular ability with an an- a particular type of animal. What I might do is just hold on to this and see whether anyone else has got something nice, because okay. you, mine isn't very nice. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the fact that you're trying to make friends with moths and stuff like that as well. There may be other people out there who have this amazing gift, uh, are at one with a particular species. I'd like to find out if there are others. Maybe it's with moths as well. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So nine o'clock is the normal time that this these moths have been coming in. You've been what have you been doing with them? Whispering to them. <laughs> I have been guiding them very gently and without any kind of hassle back out of the lounge and then shutting the patio door. Happens after nine because of course it's getting dark and they want to come inside with the light and the telly and all that kind of stuff. I've been off for two weeks. Within half an hour being back on the show, Richie's telling me he's a moth whisperer. No, but no, my, my point is I don't think your average person walking down the street is able to get a moth happily land on the palm of its hand and just shepherd it out the lounge. 8.12.15, if you want to get in touch with the show tonight, we'd love to have you. Uh, there's an interesting text, says uh, Bush and Richie. Have you thought, Richie, maybe it's the same moth each night? In fact, it is essentially a Richie whisperer telling his mates, I can make this human carry me to the door over the evening. It's a good point, it could be the same moth. They're taking the mick a little bit there, but yeah, I guess it could be the same moth, but I wouldn't have thought so. You're not going to get like a homing moth, are you? I know, but you do hear about these stories where someone's like, I don't know, saved a dolphin, and then they wave them off and put them back into the sea after recuperating, and then they they come back... Could be. ...like dewy-eyed and then go back off again. <laughs> Maybe, that's what it is. That's an abridged version of the story. Uh, dazed and confused on Twitter, he's not helping me with his Twitter name there, says, I may share your moth gift. Ooh. We had a moth in the bedroom late last night. At first, it was hiding from us, but when I did get it in my hand, it would not let go of me. I could actually feel it 
gripping onto me. You are literally, you and him, and anyone else who's got the same kind of thing, taken for a ride by these insects. <laughs> I, I have a skill that's very specific to one type of insects, insect stroke animal, it's quite hard to say, uh, but it's more towards something that's quite negative. Okay. So should we have a bit of music and they'll reveal all? T-Rex, Fatboy Slim, tell us. I'll tell you why I am the Fly Terminator. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Tesco Club Card vouchers are now worth double at Tesco Mobile, so use them to lower your monthly phone bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. This evening, if it happens again, will you will you try and catch a video of it landing on your hand and you may be chatting to it If it happens again, I will capture it on camera if the moth is not too shy. If there's a message you would like Richie to convey <laughs> via this moth to the rest of the moth community, please get in so touch. So what is it with you and these flies then? Well, it's weird that you should be talking about this, terming yourself uh, the moth whisperer, because only the other day in our house I described myself as the fly terminator. <laughs> I, I hate blue bottles. I, I can't stand wasps anyway, whatever, but blue bottles and flies like that are just, as far as I'm concerned, the worst thing on this planet. Yeah. And, and I, I don't have the science to back it up, but I reckon the food chain and the ecosystem would probably be okay without flies. <laughs> right. what, they don't really do anything. Okay. T- tell me one thing a fly does um, for the planet. For the but planet? Rattle against windows and make an absolute fool of itself. Do they take f- flower seeds around? I think that the bees got that covered. Oh, I don't think right, flies okay. get involved. <laughs> not bothered. Don't not... they turn into maggots? No, they start. Do they? I think they start off as maggots. They used to have one as a cat. Oh, right. remember? No, That's yeah. it. Yeah. But what do maggots do? I don't know what they do then. This is it. If you can come up with one thing that flies do that benefits this planet, please let us know. So you terminate them. I have perfected, and this this is uh, goes from school days to the present day. Do you remember you used to hit people quite hard by? <laughs> whipping your tie on the school bus. Yes. And the crack at the end was like a bullwhip. Yes, it was. I've changed, I've used that skill and turned it into the flick of a tea towel. Right. Dad's modern accessory normally goes over the shoulder if you're cooking. And I can take a fly out in our house like that in seconds. If I do a video of me whispering to a wasp, yeah. a moth rather, <laughs> will, you, will you do a video of whip cracking a fly? I well, Gladly I'll do it. I, gladly. I'm not sure I believe First hit, I normally stun them and you have to go and follow up. Absolutely fantastic. I am the fly terminator. Okay. There you go. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, So last week, I took the chance to educate my teenage son on some films that I thought were must-sees for him. Right. Now, obviously, everybody's going to have their own opinions on films, so you might think that some of the ones that I've chosen to show him aren't necessarily the ones I should have picked. Uh, We did the whole uh, Simon Pegg... Uh, Nick Frost Cornetto trilogy of films. You which which with those? are? No, not 100%. Shaun of the Dead. Never seen it. Hot Fuzz. Never seen it. World's End. Never seen it. Wouldn't bother with the World's End. Okay, but I haven't seen the other two. Hot Fuzz is brilliant. Really? As is Shaun of the Dead. Hot Fuzz is my favourite. I did. Brilliant film. I love, I love uh, Simon Pegg in Big Train, if you remember that, but yeah. fil- film-wise, I've not seen any of his stuff. Oh, well, treat yourself to those three, just not the last one. Um, <laughs> and uh, But the one I was the most excited about was Anchorman. And okay. uh, that, that for me, was the night where the pressure really was on. And to, to get to the end of Anchorman and turn to him, sat on the sofa and go, what do you think, what do you think? And he's like, it's okay. Oh, he wasn't that keen, was he? <laughs> he just said, what do you mean? It's okay. It's brilliant. Been laughing all the way through. How, how does anyone go? It's okay. Well, do you know what? I'm with, I'm with Charlie. I, 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 don't, I don't like that film. I've seen it a couple of times. I don't know what all the fuss is about. 
And I think it's taken someone like Charlie for me to actually step forward and say, I think we call time on this and just admit that it ain't a great movie. You see, this is now a real, this is now a real problem. It is a problem. I sat there that evening and thought to myself, <laughs> if you weren't my son, we can't be friends. But he's my son, so we've got to be. We've got, we've got to ride on through this. To discover that he's stuck with me as well, mate. <laughs> if, you, if you've ever sat there at home and thought, I wonder whether Bush and Richie actually do get on. Uh, now it just confirms we're colleagues. Yeah, we are. We're, we're acquaintances, <laughs> it seems. You don't I, find it funny? No, don't, genuinely, I've watched it twice. Not laugh once. I'm going to get a compendium of little sound grabs for you. Here we go. And try and make you laugh. I can't believe that. It's an average film. Bang average at best. Wow. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. The Manning Street Preachers concluding another belter of the Absolute Radio 90s. You like that kind of music, you'll love our little brother station, Absolute Radio 90s. Get it on DAB Digital Radio. Uh, thank you, Charlie, Richie's son, Charlie, for giving me the strength and courage to step forward on the show today and admit that I don't like the Anchorman movie. Uh, it's, it, this is really... It's through Charlie's indifference it's that not, I got there. Not what I was expecting. I, I was traumatised enough that any son of mine could not share the same humour, but to discover that actually you don't, don't either... Like it. it's, uh, it's. I fell on a roll. I might just say I'm not that much of a fan of the Beatles either. <laughs> Let's see where today ends. Let's see where today takes us, folks. Yeah. Maverick. I mean, someone like Ron Burgundy, you know, the, 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 the main character with a fantastic catch. We need a catchphrase like this. Here we go. Oh, you're going to do it again, Richie. I said we need a catchphrase like this. I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. See, S- not funny. Smooth man. Not interested. All right, what about a talking dog? Come again. You know I don't speak Spanish. In English, please. <laughs> it sounds like um, like a 1960s movie. It sounds old school. Uh, and then Steve Carell's Finest Hour. I love lamp. Do you really love the lamp, or are you just saying it because you saw it? I love lamp. I love lamp. Do you remember an episode in Friends where uh, Joey uh, asked the question... Smirking. Not even smoking. Asked the question, uh, do you always find that other people are laughing in conversations and you don't really know what all the big fuss is about? <laughs> and there's like this montage of everyone having, dying laughing at these big jokes and Joey just looking into the distance. That's how I feel when people talk about Anchorman. I just don't get it. Just don't get it. Alicia backs me up. She says, I agree, Anchorman, not funny, Bush. OK, let's, Thank you. let's widen this away from Anchorman. Thank you, okay? Alicia. What do you love so much that if others don't like it, you don't like them? All right, that's the question. Yeah. We'll, we'll move this away a little bit from Anchorman. I, I am up for having an Anchorman dislikers meet-up, if anyone's <laughs> up for that in central London. What do you love so much that if <laughs> others don't like it, you don't like them? 8, 12, 15, or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Pretenders on the way next. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Tesco Club Car vouchers are now worth double at Tesco Mobile, so use them to lower your monthly phone bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. We are hanging on by a thread, despite being away for two weeks, because I've discovered this evening that Bush does not like Anchorman. We've fallen out about it, to the point where Richie's wearing sunglasses indoors, like your mum's been crying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, this this, this has all come about because I introduced Anchorman to my teenage son last week, and he described it as, yes, okay. Fair play, Charlie, good lad. And I thought to myself, wow, if you weren't my son, we couldn't be friends. And then I discover that my... 
colleague. Yeah, is, downgraded. Not even downgraded, friendly anymore. Yeah, is in exactly the same position. So we are asking the question: What do you love so much that if others don't like it, you don't like them? It's an interesting distillation of what you absolutely love and what means a load to you. John Landy says, "Stranger Things and cheesy chips." Okay, sounds like a great album title. <laughs> uh, Guy says, "If you don't agree that fresh Lancashire crumbly cheese from the market is the best cheese in the world, hands down, you're simply not my kind of guy." It's a good point. You can't share the future with someone if, if there's a sticking point about this. Liz says, RuPaul's Drag Race. Puts me off I can't talk about my favourite queens with people. It's a great show. Uh, Asa has got uh, a trio of things. In between us, Cherry Tango and Muse. It's quite some three that you've got <laughs> nice to all combo. agree on. Uh, Adrian says, if you don't like fish finger sandwiches, you're no friend of mine. That's fair enough. Miranda, what is it for you? Marmite. Right, Marmite, you love it so much that if someone you knew doesn't like it, you don't like them? Absolutely. <laughs> wow. And so what, to what end? Have you had a fallout with someone about this recently? Um, no, not recently. Oh, God, this is really... Uh, no, I can't admit to that one. Um, go on, go on, go on. Oh. Red rag to a bull like that for us. Go on. What, you, what were you going to say? So I had a boyfriend who had a two-year-old son who used to eat all the crumpets in the house, so I purposely put Marmite on them so he wouldn't eat them. Oh, no. Miranda. <laughs> oh, Miranda. That is unbelievable. We were only watching Roald Dahl's The Witches film the other day. <laughs> it's amazing. Miranda, I am, uh, I am much like yourself, a lover of Marmite. I've even gone as far as doing all their variants now, the old Marmite cheese cracker bread you get, uh, you've got the uh, Marmite chocolate you can find, even now... Now, Marmite Crunchy Peanut Butter. Madness. I bought some. I bought some yesterday. OK, in terms of a potential relationship then, Miranda, if this person is not liking Marmite, they're not getting with you. Absolutely. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Go on, Prince Lads. Welcome, one and all. You are listening to The Hometime Show on Absolute Radio. Despite the fact that Richie and I have some severe differences in terms of pop culture, we're trying to play as many great songs as we can whilst you're on the way home from work. It was meant to be a nice, welcoming back show. You'd brought me back some mayonnaise from the Tour de France. It started good, didn't it? It all started well. Maybe I knew deep down that this was coming. And then I discovered that you, as well as my teenage son, do not like Anchorman. What do you love so much that if others don't like it, you don't like them? Uh, we have had this text that we've just been talking about. It. Uh, John says, evening fellas, I don't like people who don't like Laurel and Hardy. They need beating with a wet newspaper. You've got the... <laughs> this is the same look you had oh, when I discussed Anchorman. Can I tell you why I don't like Laurel and Hardy or anything kind of black and white? Go on. If anyone else can take themselves back to the era before Neighbours was on, yeah. in, when you used to have your tea after school, there used to be a thing called Harold Lloyd on. Do you remember Harold Lloyd? No. Opening sequence, Harold Lloyd hanging onto the big hand of a clock on a, like a massive clock looking over the centre of LA no, or whatever. It was an old-fashioned bit of slapstick. And I just thought to myself, what is this? <laughs> is this how people used to entertain themselves? Laurel and Hardy is, is along the same route. I've got to tell you, I love slapstick. If, if oh, you wore it, if there was a broom or a rake on the other side of the studio and you walked into it right now, I'd probably wet myself. You probably would wet yourself, wouldn't you? <laughs> I would. Come on then. One no. thing that if someone said to you they didn't like it, you wouldn't like them anymore. 8, 12, 15, uh, as the rift between Richie and myself widens. We've got James next. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Spread the cost of the latest phones with flexible contracts that lower your monthly bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. 
Uh, Tom says, Bush confirming his strangeness. He's never watched the Simon Pegg movie, nor does he think Laurel and Hardy or Harold Lloyd are funny. Can't wait to see what he thinks of Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> Don't get me started on Charlie Chaplin. I'd forgotten in the midst of everything. You said you hadn't seen any of those Simon Pegg movies. Never watched them. Incredible. Uh, some brilliant stuff here. I love these are kind of real like uh, sticking points for people. Tim in Berkshire says, Custard. If someone doesn't like custard, they can't be Tim's friend. What about if the skin's taken off the top of it, Tim? Then oh, are we good then? Well, Tim eight twelve fifteen, please clarify. <laughs> and Jamie says Carlton Cole, which is my favourite text <laughs> of the entire day. If you don't like Carlton Cole, you're no friend of mine. <laughs> uh, Adam's hanging on. Who or what is it that you've got trust issues with? Well, when when you sort of said about you know if someone says something or doesn't like something and then you just refuse to like them, it's, it's not. I refuse to like people. I I just don't trust people who don't drink coffee. Wow. So if you're in a cafe and someone says, do you fancy a coffee? And they say, no, I don't really like coffee. You have an issue with them. Do you? Ah, he's gone. Well, do you know what? Our producer, Adem, does not drink coffee. I think what's happened there is Adam has just been cut off because... Adem. By Adem, because of this this whole coffee thing. Well, have you ever asked Adem, producer Adem, why he doesn't actually drink coffee? I haven't. I haven't asked him either. Now's the time. Now's the time. Here we go. I don't drink any hot drinks. I don't understand drinking hot drinks. You drink a drink to be refreshed. I know, but tea's refreshing. Yeah. Coffee makes you feel awake. Why not go for a cold glass of water or a Coke? Oh, you weirdo. Just go and get Adam back on. Yeah, get him back on. Stop cutting people off. Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Adam, we're sorry about that. Our producer, Adem, it turns out, doesn't like coffee and we reckon he might have cut you off. (laughs) (laughs) So you've got trust issues if someone doesn't like coffee? I, I, I I just find it weird. Don't you find it weird? I mean, people drink coffee. I love coffee. And when someone says to me, no, I don't really like coffee, I'm like, what's, what's wrong with you? I, I find it weird when people abstain like that. Maybe it, it does something weird to them, like they can't have coffee because you don't know what they might turn into, some kind of animal <laughs> or whatever. What well, do you think, what do you think uh, of producer yeah, Adam now? You've just heard that he doesn't drink any hot drinks. No hot drinks at all? No, no hot, hot drinks. drinks at all. That's, yeah, no. <laughs> Wrongen? I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I just, if someone, I mean, if someone said to me, no, I only drink, then I'd be like, mm, fair enough. But no hot drinks at all. What's that all about? Just to dial you in on a couple of other things, just to see where you stand, Adam. Uh, Anchorman. Um, I have seen it. I don't dislike it, but it didn't tickle my funny bones as much. Right, as get him off. He's on my team. Well done, on my team. Absolute radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. On Thursday night last week, we had our drains unblocked. All right. As you okay. were, it, it turned out to be one of the highlights of my holiday. Let me tell you why. It's a good holiday then. I, I, I phoned it in to Anglian Water. They sent a fellow out called Stu. He's a good lad. He turned up with his like van with all this machinery at the back. And basically, he had this special camera on a wire that was part of the machinery at the back of his van that he dropped the wire down into the pipes and we had an amazing once-in-a-lifetime inside look at the inside of our sewage pipes on our street, thanks oh, to Stu and his van. wow. You very rarely get to see that. So I stood there with a cup of tea and watched on the big screen as he kind of navigated left and right down these little turns in, in the pipes. A little bit like playing Doom on the computer back in the mid-90s, if you ever used to play that, and hide in the vents. 
And I saw a fatberg, a real actual fatberg. Now they fascinate me. Unbelievable. I saw an actual close up fatberg that was probably 20, 30 feet under my feet. So these things are like the size of buses, aren't they? Huge things. He uh, obviously had a little look with the camera and then pulled the camera back in again and then fired like a load of water at it and blew the fatberg to pieces. Really? I think Stu might have the best job I've ever seen in my life. Wow. So I just thought to myself as I was stood there, I might never get this opportunity again. I, I may never get to see the inside of, of your own sewer, sewer ever again. There's probably people listening right now who never, never seen the inside of their own sewer pipes. I don't have a blocked drain, but I'd love someone to come around and have a look at my fatberg. They would they'd come and have a look at your fatberg. It'd be, it'd be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. It's something to write home about, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Thank you for that, Richie. Uh, so I just thought, we'll put it out there, if your job allows you to see stuff that the general public normally wouldn't see in a million years, you get a special view of things. Oh, it might be your fatbergs, you might work maybe in a plane, maybe you'd fly a plane, maybe you're a pilot, and you get to look out the front of a plane, which most people normally have to look out the side, or not at all, do you know what I mean? That is somewhat freaky. I ended up on a YouTube wormhole the other day yeah. and found a video... It's not a fatberg, is it? <laughs> no, I don't go on YouTube to look at fatbergs of what it looks like as a pilot if you're landing a plane. See, for pilots, that must just be normal. Like, yeah. That's their general view. But for me, I was like, wow. Because you're normally looking out the side. Yeah. I'm wondering what's at the front. Exactly. There you go. If you've got anything like this, your view with your job is rare, to say the least. Let us know tonight, 8, 12, 15. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. You love your Fleetwood Mac. Don't forget, we've got Absolute 80s as well. A whole family of radio stations that you can listen to through the Absolute Radio app. Uh, don't stop on Home Time. It's Bush and Ritchie Monday night. Bloke from the waterboard came out and unblocked our drains last week. Telling to be holiday. Turned out to be a highlight. I ended up getting an amazing view of the inside of our pipes with his special camera that he had. We're asking you tonight, do you have a job that allows you to see stuff the general public very rarely see? Uh, ben starts us off low, I think it's fair to say. There's always um, one. I'm, I'm going to have to have to edit some of this. Uh, ben says, I used to work at, shall we just say, a club. All yes. Right. Can we specify? I don't, think, I don't think we can. I think people know. I think they know now. They know the kind of thing. As part of the management team, he goes on to say, <laughs> some, <laughs> some of the sites I saw when the doors were closed. Thank you, Ben. We'll leave that one there. Heavily reducted version of that particular <laughs> Very message. Very heavily. Uh, but like, for example, when I was lucky enough to be doing the stuff on stage at the Royal Albert Hall for the Teenage Cancer Trust gigs, yes, there was a girl there at the side who... Uh, told the audience how much longer there was left until the curtain comes up for the yeah, second yeah, part of the yeah. show. She got a view of the side of the stage I think most people very rarely saw, i.e. Roger Daltrey's backside. He was on stage <laughs> telling people about the brilliant charity and stuff like that. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hometime on Absolute Radio, Oasis, and roll with it. It's Bush and Richie, our first show together for a couple of weeks. First time I've been working at this time of day for a little while. Tell you what, hungry. Oh, yeah, the hunger's kicking in. I've been trying not to think about it. I've just been eating Fisherman's Friends sweets and drinking water, but now it's on my mind. That'll do it. Sorry. Uh, listen, I had a bloke from Anglian Water come out and unblock our drains during the tail end of our holiday last week. And to get an amazing view of the inside of our pipes, he's got a special camera on a pole that he put down there. And it was brilliant. It's like CCTV, but subterranean. It, we want to hear from you tonight if your job allows you to see stuff that the general public rarely see. Sounds a little bit sketchy, this. We've had a tweet from a character called Scary Poppins on Twitter. Nice. says, in Brighton. 
Brighton, you can take a tour of the sewers. Slightly whiffy, but you do get to wear a hard hat and pop out of a manhole cover at the end. Do you want? Know I would love that kind of thing. You remember Beamish we went to? We did a stop on our yeah. fish and chip shop tour. Uh, you can go down the old school mines like that yeah. in there. And you might get a little bit of claustrophobia, but it's what they would have been like. I'm not sure I could do that. And uh, then this one, Anonymous. Can't give my name. I work for an airport meet and greet. I'm spreading the word, guys. I retune everyone's radio to Absolute. Tip of the hat to you. Tip of the hat to you. We've got Steve on the line. Steve, summarise your job for us. I climb trees and look in holes for bats and barnacles and things like that. Wow. You look for bats in cracks in trees? Yes. Fantastic. So, like, is that is that the same kind of kit that might be used, like, if I was having a operation on my knee or something or other? Uh, yeah, sort of. And it's, it's a video camera on a long, bendy tube. Thank you very much. Uh, people are laughing at me here in the studio. <laughs> I think, no, seriously, if you had an operation on your knee, it's like fibreglass, not fibreglass, what is it called? Fibre. <laughs> Optic. Optic. Endoscopy, yeah. that's uh, it. Endoscopy. Uh, it's that kind yeah, of kit, isn't it, Steve? Yeah. Putting a camera up a hole and looking at something, yes. Thank there you, you go. I if, know, if, I... if you ever are having any form of knee surgery, just say, you know, the kit that Steve uses <laughs> on the tree to look for the bats. <laughs> Steve, can I ask a bat-related question? Because last week, when I was out in my back garden and it was all hot, I think I saw a bat. Are they frequent? Yes, yes you'll find. In in the UK, we've got 18 species. Wow, it's a lot um, of bats. Uh, yeah, and you'll generally they'll come out about 20 minutes, half an hour after sunset. Wow. Do you know what? Of all the things on this planet that you could get hit in the face by... I think a bat would be the worst thing. <laughs> With its fur and its fangs and its face out of a horror movie. I can't think of anything worse than being um, hit in the face with them by a bat. Google brown long-eared bat. <laughs> oh, Steve! Right, let's have a look. Brown long-eared bat. Long-eared bat? Yeah, oh, wow. Let's have a look. What a little cutie. Oh, they are. Do you know what? They are cute. I, I'd happily be hit in the face yeah. by him. He looks lovely. <laughs> <laughs> they'd, they'd, they'd be unlikely to hit you in the face because they're very, very acrobatic. You know, they can they can take a spider out of a web. Mate, you, you haven't seen the size of my nose, to be honest with you, so it's <laughs> a fairly high chance. Steve, it's... Maybe, maybe they could hibernate in there. Who knows? <laughs> All right, Steve. All right, mate. Have a pop. And then he'll get his endoscopy out and have a look at it. Thank you very yeah. much. Steve, it's been probably the most educational call we've had on this show for a very, very long time. No worries at all, buddies. Keep up the good work. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Hometime with Bush and Ritchie. This is Absolute Radio on a Monday night. Thank you again to Steve and his intel about bats and where they live. And I love this text that's just come in. Referencing something at the very start of the show, it says that's why the moths come in, to get away from the bats. <laughs> it comes full circle uh, here on Absolute Radio. I have a bat in my back garden, and I do have a moth that is coming into the lounge every night. I thought that was you before his next song you're going to play on <laughs> 80s versus 90s then. Uh, we're talking about this tonight. Does your job give you a rare or unusual view of the world? And yes, I am still smiling about that particular victory. Uh, Martin in Rice says, guys, I'm a lift engineer, and I ride on top of the lift watching all the doors whizzing by and holding onto steel ropes whilst Joe Public are inside chatting away. I thought that was like something out of a movie. Talking of bats, it's like Batman. That's incredible. On top of a lift. An anonymous one here, Northern Line tube driver. I get to see all the offshoots of tunnels and the tunnel that links the northern and the Piccadilly line. Now, I know I'm a transport wow. nerd, but that's interesting, yeah? It's very cool. And they're, 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 apparently there are loads of little side 
tunnels and doors and like I used to go through the Mersey Tunnel quite a bit when I was a kid and the whole idea of going under the water is kind of wow but isn't there like special door hatches and stuff that you can go to which people don't even know about I'm going to look into that it's like Harry Potter that is amazing it's like someone out of Harry Potter Absolute Radio The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie it's what happens when you take out all the music travel news regular news and adverts from the show Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Um, Mike in Norwich texted during the show, yeah. um, and we didn't read him out because it would have been unsuitable. Can we read him out at the end of the podcast? Go for it. I'm a delivery driver, and I get to see people's underwear on their washing lines when I leave parcels in the back garden. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. What's his name? <laughs> Mike. God almighty, Mike. Oh. Oh. Well, it's been good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> is Bill Bailey still kicking around? I think he is. It's the podcast has officially come to an end. 